Welcome everyone to Muggle with a Mic. We have another trio this week, including myself, Phil, and Sarah. Hey guys. Hey. Hey, what's up everybody? So we're going to talk, what are we, what movie are we going to talk about guys? Enola Home. Did you watch it, Phil? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Did you, did you like it? We'll just see if you liked it before we get started. Yeah. I mean, it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, well, we'll get some movie news in first. Did you guys notice that Johnny Depp is no longer going to be in the Fantastic Beast series? I saw just some headlines, but I haven't really read into it. Um, mm-hmm. And they were talking about, like, who were they talking about recasting him with? Mads Mickelson. Yeah, yeah, Mads Mickelson. Yeah, I think, um, unfortunately, he's getting some, he's getting some, some bad personal press so maybe they thought it was time to yeah yeah warner's warner brothers actually asked him to resign well okay yeah so <laughs> is that with the good run amber, amber heard uh-huh. stuff yeah. that's going on because i know they've been back and forth and at first yeah, he looked bad and then she looked bad and then i mean i don't know i haven't been keeping up with it I think Warner Brothers is kind of like there's too much spotlight on all this stuff, so we're just gonna ask you to leave so that we can move on with the movie. Is fantastic? Is the third movie actually happening? I haven't heard anything on it in a long time. I just kind of so they're already shooting, and the original release date was November twelfth of next year, but it's been moved to the summer of twenty two. Mm. So we'll see. Well, sometimes a good cast shakeup is a fresh start. Right, and I'm interested to see how the, you know, because at the end of the second one, we found out that um, Colin Farrell yeah. was actually Johnny Depp. So maybe they'll do something like that to explain why he looks different. Well, maybe they'll do it again. You know, like in the cartoons with like Bugs Bunny or whatever, and zip and then take off the costume. He'd be like yeah. Happy Duck and then they do it again what? and be somebody else. <laughs> Just keep keep doing it. Changioso. Um, or maybe they'll just... Polyjuice potion it the whole movie. Yeah. Go Mad Eye Moody. Yeah. That is within the realm. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I saw was the new Justice League Snyder Cut trailers releasing next week on the 17th. Mm. And your boy Jared Leto is apparently in it. So. <laughs> I was about to say, who, who's boy Jared yeah. Leto? <laughs> Phil loves, uh, loves oh. Jared's take okay. on the Joker. Okay, yeah. Fair he's enough. being facetious. <laughs> oh, so you I'm, do I'm, not? You're not a fan? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of okay. Jared Leto as or Leto as the Joker. Yeah. Wait, do I know your Joker? Like, who's number one for you? You're my number one. Sarah, guy. had you had you listened to our <laughs> Joker episode? Well, we. I'm sorry. We know who I'm listens? Jeez. <laughs> I rescind my question. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then um, Joe Manganiello is playing Deathstroke. He's going to be in the trailer, too, and I'm a big fan of his. Steelers fan. He's a Pittsburgh boy, yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Thor 4, Star-Lord cameo has been confirmed um, with Chris Pratt. Um. Did anybody watch there? Have you seen the Queen's Gambit on No, Netflix? I actually was just watching an interview, though, with that. Because is that the girl from Split? Mm-hmm. And? Oh, you Emma. You were on that episode. Sarah. Emma, I was. <laughs> it's all coming together for me now. No, um, I was just watching uh, like a extended interview with her about that, about how she researched for the role and how she would have to re- like really... In- intensely rehearsed the chess games like 10 to 15 minutes before they shot them because they were all different and she had to have it down like and I don't know yeah it looks really good I haven't seen it but it looks really cool yeah so it, w- it was a very good series I enjoyed it oh it's a series it's not a, a movie correct it's like I think it's eight episodes gotcha yeah no I'm just I'm just waiting for the crown uh, mm. the next season of the crown which is November 15th I think and Princess Di is going to be in this one, correct? Yes. Yeah. Young Princess Di. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, sorry, Phil, but I sent Sarah a trailer that I wanted her to watch. Oh, no, <clears throat> no problem. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I sent her the trailer for Wild Mountain Time, T-H-Y-M-E. And of course, like you know, 
that I had yes. already seen it, of course. Had you? Yeah, it's got Emily Blunt. And it's okay. Ireland. So yes, I had seen it. What did you think of it? I want to hear your opinion. I think it looks really good. At first, uh, from the outset, I didn't realize that it, it they don't really advertise that it has a lot of comedic stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But it does. And I like that. And I think it looks really technically a rom-com. Yeah. They kept saying romantic drama. But I'm like, no, this is like a romantic comedy. It looks really cute. It's a romantic dramedy. There you go. (laughs) Phil's got the official label. Yeah, it's got all all the flavors in there. Uh, It's like a cereal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We weren't recording earlier. No one will understand that reference. (laughs) We had an in-depth conversation on cereal. So, um, not that we're cereal snobs, but Katie doesn't eat the right ones. Yeah, she doesn't really know what's out there, folks. Yeah, (laughs) just give me fruity pebbles, and I'm a happy girl. Okay. (laughs) Um, No, but okay. So there have been there's been some controversy with this movie. What? Yeah, the Irish people do not appreciate it. Do they not appreciate the accents, or they don't appreciate the accents, the con- the depiction of like the country? I did it when I heard Emily Blunt's accent. I thought it was kind of it seemed really put on a little bit. Well, they they even put down okay. So Christopher Walken's in it, Jamie Dornan and Emily Blunt. Jamie Dornan is Northern Irish. Okay, because so- his his sounded the most authentic, but. In this interview that I saw in Euro News, they're saying that his accent isn't even a good Irish accent. Oh, no. I know, but I don't know because I'm an American. I'm that an- would be so insulting. Like if you're from I that country, am they Irish. tell you. <laughs> no, you're not <laughs> Irish. Yeah, but I am. <laughs> but there is a very distinct difference between a Northern Irish accent and an Irish accent. Well, they can't help that. Yeah, they can. It's called dialect coaching. I mean, you are an actor. It's kind of your job. Yeah, I guess you're right. Kind of like in the Harry Potter series where like Draco, you know, he's comes from a really refined family, but he has a real kind of Cockney accent. Right. It kind of doesn't match. So That's so true. Yeah. Well, but and in the movie, I think they grow up as like neighbors or on neighboring farms and their accents don't sound anything alike. Right. right. So that doesn't make sense, the girl and the boy. So yeah, I guess. And even as an American, I'm listening to Christopher Walken's and I'm even thinking that's a terrible Irish accent. I think he's trying to be subtle, but it's not good. Do you think that when they cast it, they, they say, hey, let, let me hear your best Irish accent. That's a deciding factor. Do you think they just like, well, we'll, we'll deal I with that later. Like, yeah. I love Emily Blunt so much, but yeah, I don't know how, how she was like the best fit for the role, I, I guess. Uh, I love I her. No, I love her. But I love her, so I can't You're say not bad going thing. to Paris. I can't say a bad thing. <laughs> well, so I think I'm pretty sure that we have some Irish listeners. So if <gasps> if they would like to give us their two cents, go to our Facebook page. You can uh, send us a message or something like that. Or, but let us know what you think if you when you watch the trailer. But the other issue that they had was they say it's really cliche and they make Ireland look like it's like delayed in time it's a current day movie but it's all about Mm. like farming and they it's almost like they're not up in technology i understand what you're saying yep yeah well but i mean you could have i mean like even here in america i mean you have parts of the country where it's i mean we have technology but it's still like kind of farmland and it's not right we you have know, rural areas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rural. It's not as progressive as other parts of you know, the country, sure. Like, uh, I was in Scotland a few years ago, and I was, like, kind of in the, the country. And, I mean, they still had people that delivered milk to, ah, uh, okay. like, yeah, and, and to the houses. And I thought that was, like, awesome. I thought it was cool. I mean, they had uh, – so, I mean, it was very kind of, like, put back in time like that, I felt. I rustic. Mean, yeah, very rustic. Well, it for one instance in this interview that I was watching, the guy said that the house doesn't have running water. Oh, well, yeah, it's a bit much. <laughs> well, but for the purposes of the movie, like they're not out to like make a statement about. I, well, actually, maybe they kind of are. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we have, I don't know. But I'm problem. going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Well, we I will say I love Irish culture. I love Celtic Scottish yes, culture. I do too. Even if they are doing that, I mean, us Americans who dream of living there probably will enjoy it, but I understand why 
the Irish people don't appreciate sure. it. I, I can understand that. I'm sure if, you know, another country made a movie about Ohio or yeah <laughs> or something, we'd probably nitpick <laughs> or like be concerned about how it was we were represented as well. So actually there is a there is a movie coming out. Um my goodness, who's in it? Glenn Close and Hillbilly something. It's based on a book written by somebody uh, who grew up in rural Ohio. Mm. Hillbilly Elegy. No, it's called Hillbilly Elegy. So um, it's the name of the guy from Happy Days. Ron. (laughs) Ron Howard. I think think he directed it, and I think it's supposed to be like. Amy Adams. An Oscar contender. Yeah, it's got Amy Adams and Glenn Close. But it's, so we'll have to see if we feel offended that they're portraying a portion of Ohio in, in a way that we don't agree with. Yeah. So did, have you seen the the devil what's the one on, on Netflix with uh Tom uh Tom, Tom Holland? I haven't. I've it's on my list. It, it seems kind of intense. I don't know. It's got Robert Pattinson in it for a minute too. Yes. Okay. I will tell you right now, there's an accent movie where they are from the area where I work. Okay. And okay. the accents that they have are like, they're like, it's almost like they're Kentucky accents rather than this area accents. Yeah. And it, it, it is true. I mean, we're only probably what, uh, an within hour an hour from Kentucky. Yeah. yeah we're within and an they hour. have a completely different accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson and is doing way too much of an accent, I feel, but, um, Tom does a pretty good one, but I still feel like they all have different accents and they're supposed to be from. Yeah, but when they get in these roles, they never they never do the accent subtly. They always like Mm -hmm. go for the big gusto (laughs) of it. And it's like that's not everyday talk for most of these roles. Right. The devil all the time is what it's called. Bill Skarsgård is in it. The guy who plays it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it had a good lineup. It just seemed kind of emotionally intense. Haven't been in a position to watch it yet. Yeah. Uh, speaking of it, I'm like, I haven't watched it. There's a, a YouTube thing, but there's a theory that like, like it, like the, the creature, it is the mm-hmm. same species as Mary Poppins. They're both the same type of creatures, oh. but one uses the Excuse power for good. Like, use yeah. me? Yeah. I mean, I, saw, I haven't watched, I need to watch it. There's like a YouTube out there where they're talking about that. Um, it's the same species, but like one's using the power for like, obviously bad. Like is the it. Yeah, and then one's like Mary Poppins, where she's using her powers to help children. Yeah, help children. <laughs> That's a wild idea, but I, tw- in a twisted way, I see how that works. Yeah. Which I need to watch it. I keep meaning to, and I just end up not having the time. But it is an interesting theory. I was like, hmm, I'm going to watch that someday and see. But yeah, well, there's also the theory that Mary Poppins went to Hogwarts. Oh. There yeah. You go. So that's that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I but think she, she would be. Well, I guess. Uh, she doesn't use a wand. Uh, umbrella, uh, like Hagrid. Yeah. Man. She she oh, has her. Uh, okay. She has her wand. And she her uses umbra. the bag like Hermione uses little purse to put things in. Yep. Okay. Yeah, there are a lot of ties with it, but. Yeah, that's interesting. I think she she does kind of have a McGonagall way about her. She does. In like her prim and properness, I guess. Speaking of Emily Blunt, because she obviously did Mary Poppins. I know. That's why you were like, she's the same creature as it. I'm like, no, she's (laughs) not. (laughs) (laughs) But I I will, I'll allow it. uh, What do you you guys think about uh, The Mandalorian? Have you watched the first three episodes? So I'm behind Phil. I've only watched the first one and I feel really bad, but I've been very busy. So I've only watched the first one. I'm so excited to see the next two. Okay. What are your thoughts on the first one, though? Uh, I thought the first one was good. I um, and as always, there's spoilers, spoilers. So if people haven't watched, like the first, I mean, it was good seeing like you know they're gonna have Boba Fett in there. I mean, and I did like the fact that they had Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. I, I like Timothy. I think he's a good actor, and it actually took me the whole episode. I was like, man, he he looks like Timothy Oliphant. Um, and it was, I had to look it up because he has kind of like a beard and it's kind of graying and, um, I hadn't seen him in a while and it just, he just looks so different in it. 
that mm-hmm. I wasn't used to seeing him that way, but it was actually Timothy. And uh, at the end, you had a little cameo of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm, at the end. At the end, at the very end, yeah. Um, so I love the one thing I took away from that episode was that it's Favreau just showing you, yo, we're going to do what the sequels didn't do and have all these yeah. tie ins that mean a lot to the Star Wars fans from even from the beginning. Yeah. So the fact that they have Boba Fett's, you know, armor. And then I even noticed that they had a the pod racer. Yes. That, that they were that they he was driving. And they had the ice cream maker in there again. They did. They did. I noticed <laughs> it right away. <laughs> I think I sent you. Did I send you a message? Um, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I said there's an ice cream maker in the first episode. <laughs> yep. That was funny. Sarah has no clue what we're talking about. Yeah. She doesn't listen to our episodes. Yeah, if I'm being suspiciously silent, it's because I haven't watched any yeah. of them. But carry on, she, carry on. She's, she's Googling ice cream maker Star <laughs> Wars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was good. They had all kinds of little callbacks, and um, I, I like it. Well, like the it. production, just the sheer production of when they were uh, fighting the... Uh, crate dragon. The crate dragon, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. They do a good job with it. It's almost like Tremors, that movie, too. Have you ever yes, seen Tremors? Yes. <laughs> I was going to try to find a way to tie in Tremors to Enola Holmes, but I don't think it's possible. <laughs> uh, we'll find a way. Right, so let's talk about Enola Holmes, guys. Um, I'll read a synopsis real quick, and then we can get into the the details. When Enola Holmes, Sherlock's teen sister, discovers her mother is missing, she sets off to find her, becoming a super sleuth in her own right as she outwits her famous brother and unravels a dangerous conspiracy around a mysterious young lord. It's directed by Harry Bradbeer, who also worked on Fleabag, Killing Eve, and Grandchester. And Millie Bobby Brown is one of the youngest actresses who, to have a producer credit at the age of 16. There you go. Yeah. Millie, Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown. And the, the writers are Jack Thorne. He did this screenplay. Nancy Springer wrote a book in 2007 called The Case of the Missing Marquess and Enola Holmes Mystery. And that's what this movie is based off of. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. I thought it had a good cast. I, I enjoyed it. There's yes, a couple of Harry Potter actresses on mm-hmm. there, like Fiona, uh, Fiona Shaw. Was she the grandmother? Fiona Shaw was the boarding house. Oh yes, Lady. she was Miss, Miss Harrison. Yes, yeah. I said that she. Yes, yeah, she was Dudley's mom. mom. Yeah, there you go. And then, uh, of course, it had Helena. Bonham, Helena. Bottom murder. Which I'm sorry, you know, I've seen her on like a billion things uh, before she was in Harry Potter, but now she's just stereotype. It's just like Bellatrix Lestrange. Your mom's <laughs> Bellatrix Lestrange. Like she's probably off doing dark art stuff. Yeah, I know. Really want to be honest. The, well, she, <laughs> I think she kind of was. I don't know. <laughs> no, well, it was meant for a good cause, but yeah, yeah, it turned a little violent. I kept on thinking it was going to be like, you know, Guy Fox Day or something. I don't know what what's kind of going on. And well, you she know- was actually in a. There's a movie called Suffragette um, that stars. Ah, uh, one second, want to look it up because it was a really good movie about British uh, women's rights. Mm-hmm. And she was a big character in it. And it was also, oh my goodness, I can't remember. But it was weird to see her basically in the same role in a totally different movie. Oh, Carrie Mulligan, Helena, Mm -hmm. Anne-Marie Duff, Brendan Gleeson. It was a good cast as well. Oh, and Meryl Streep. Brendan Gleeson. Meryl Streep is in that one too. That's a good film. With this film, I thought it was well done. But there was one thing, one plot point. Like when I got to the end, it was like a loose thread. It's like. You know, because they talked about, like, her mom and, you know, she went in that warehouse where they were kind of making stuff. They were making, like, explosives and stuff. But they never said what they were going to do with those. I mean, I guess that's kind of, like, um, not a big deal, but... Well, I feel like that was a loose end because they want to make a second movie. Yeah. Well, 
Well, that's why I alluded to the suffragette movie, because in that movie, they actually show that they would in in actual history, they would plant things in like prominent parliament people's mailboxes or like homes and they would actually do a bit of damage to get known and to get the I mean, not that not Make that that was noise. a good thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not acceptable, but they would do that to get um, their point across. Sure. So that was sort of a nod to actual history events, I think. But it, 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 well, they didn't want to really show it, I think. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it's like, you know, this movie, it, it was a good watch, but it was kind of geared towards a younger audience. It was. And I was just kind of like, mm, that got kind of dark real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Like... Oh, you're no, that whole scene, <laughs> that whole fight scene that she had with that man. Yeah. I, it did get really dark. That was kind of intense. But you know, you kind of brush on the subject of like explosives and kind of terrorism, yeah. and then you know, is, is, is your mom a terrorist? <laughs> it's like, like you know, it just kind of left it dangling. It's like, oh no, you know, we were just gonna celebrate the Fourth of July, even though it's England or you know, like, high box day or something. Fireworks. Yeah, I mean. But that's the only thing that um, that stuck out in my mind as far as like the plot went is they never really tied that up and just said, hey. Well, I think in a way, though, the fact that Sherlock kept on the case because they knew that they did sort of need to find her so that people didn't get hurt, kind of. I mean, they didn't say it directly, but they kind of like they wouldn't let it go because I think they were trying to stop her from doing anything, maybe. But um one thing that Jason kind of walked in and saw me watching it and was like, oh, I don't like that element of it. He didn't like how much she she broke the fourth wall with the audience, yeah. but I thought she did that really well, and I enjoyed no, that I part about it. it. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool, and I thought she did it magnificently. Like, I don't know. She had like lots of little just yeah. clever facial expressions and stuff, and I really enjoyed that, but he did not. He's like, oh, that's not cool. I can so. see how that is off-putting to certain people i mean yeah it's kind of a i didn't have a problem with it i mean i, I liked it but i think in deadpool when i was yeah. <laughs> you know because he's always breaking the fourth wall but exactly yeah yeah, yeah i thought i thought i, she I think it, it made us a part of the story i don't want that done on every movie but in this one i felt like she was on the journey alone get it but she wasn't because yeah. she had us with her. We felt yeah. like we were solving the case with her, and that was kind of cool. Right. There was, a, there was only one time I thought it was kind of cheesy when she looked at the audience and was like, have you guys got any good ideas? And I was right. just like, I was thinking it was like Blue's Clues or something. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I mean, that was all, that, that oh one God. line, that one time, that's one time it was just kind of like, oh, that was kind of cheesy. But the rest of it I was fine with. No, she did it. There was one time where she was dressed as the widow and she went to the house. I forget what she said, but it I just busted out laughing after she yeah. said it. But no, you're right. There, there were a couple cheesy ones that I let slide, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> um, who did you think was the best performer out of everybody on there? Oh, the cast. I think she I think she as the lead did, but I also well, I'm a big Henry Cavill fan, and I also yeah. I really appreciated his portrayal of Sherlock. If you compare them to Jeffrey Downey Jr. or Benedict Cumberbatch, Robert. they were all, I'm sorry, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. What did I say? Jeffrey? <laughs> Jeffrey Downey Jr. You know old Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Um, anyways. I thought those they they were they all took it on very differently. Robert Downey Jr. was kind of callous and aloof, and then Benedict Cumberbatch was sort of he was more of like the socially awkward one. And I mm-hmm. thought this I thought that this um, Sherlock was really kind of yeah. compassionate in a way, and yeah. that was different. And I liked that. I watching it, you know, I thought Henry stood out. In the cast, and I kept thinking, it's like, ooh, I just want to see like what he would do with Sherlock, and I'd be down with seeing a Sherlock movie where with he him? played, yeah, yes, uh, absolutely, yes, yes, so not biased at all, <laughs> yeah, not never Jeffrey Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give Sammy a little kudos because I think some of the hardest parts are playing people that are. Uh, the unliked character. Disliked, sure, yeah. sure. 
And I think, uh, you know, the moment when he yells at her and he gets mad and... Oh, when she very sadly teenager cries. I felt yes. bad for her. Yeah. And and he just, I think his mannerisms are very good to portray it, an air of, um, I'm better than you, you know? And I know better than yeah. you. You're just a little girl and you know nothing. I know what you need, so listen to me and just yeah, move on. Yeah, he, he played a good jerk. Um, yeah, he did. And he he was in the Hunger Games, right? When he... Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. uh, hey guys, do you know where Finnick is? Oh, there he is. <laughs> Yikes! Okay, <laughs> <And> so <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> where were we? Um... Uh, <laughs> oh, there yeah, we are. I thought oh, that the, I thought the <laughs> siblings were cast really well. Yeah. Uh, Fiona Shaw did a good job too. I mean, you, you, you uh, Fiona Shaw, like mm. the head mistress of that, uh, oh, like yeah, boarding I school. Yeah, I mean, uh, she's she just played a jerk really well. So, and a creepy uh, fascination with Mycroft. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and another Harry Potter uh, connection is the Dowager, so the the kid's grandma. She was the Dukesbury's grandma. Yeah, she was the, uh, oh, the French school headmistress. Oh, yeah, yeah, the giantess. Um, yeah. Yeah, she was, uh, oh, what was her name in the book? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm blanking. Madame, I... the French, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, you're right, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Look it up. To the Googles. Maxime? Olympia oh, yeah. Maxime? Yeah. No, Francis de la Tour. Yeah, Francis that, de la Tour. I mean, that's her name. She was talking about her Harry Potter name. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they really aged her for that grandma role. Now I can see it in her face. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I see it now. Did cool. anybody uh, see that coming? Was that like a a good twist? That was a good twist for me. I, I don't think I saw that coming. Yeah. I thought it was the uncle or something. And he Intense. pulled a Marty McFly back to the future part three. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad because I did I really believed that it was I'm like, really? This well, has you been know, so much work. You know what I thought? I thought that, you know, because she all the time was like, Here, I'll give you five dollars to change clothes. And I thought he was wearing her uh whalebone corset. Her corset. <laughs> oh, Phil, that would have been really good. Because I mean, you know, it, it blocked that knife, and I just thought, oh well. She said, yes. you know, we're going to give you a little bit of armor and here, wear this corset. That was hey, a little, little just, um, <laughs> insight. She, so she offered five pounds or five pounds for everyone for yeah. their clothes. In 1880, that would be equivalent to 350 pounds today or 455 US dollars. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, I'll switch you clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so she was, yeah, she was giving them a lot of money. Um, so what did you think about the fact that we find out that Sherlock and Mycroft have a sister, and we also don't see Watson at all. Uh, I just took it as, you know, because that was the beginning of his career. I mean, even... Right, I thought Watson was a little later in his career. Yeah, I mean, and even they talked about with Lestrade, I mean, he was just like, you know, like, oh, I've heard of, like, Sherlock. I mean, I've kind of worked with him a few times, but not, you know. So So here's the timeline according to the canon novels by doyle the first novel was written in 1887 and it says that sherlock met dr watson in 1881 in the movie it's set in 1884 wow yeah and then there's another thing where they say that dr watson fought in the afghan war and so did um tewksbury's uncle Um, oh so I'm wondering if... Well, I, they make it a point to say that Sherlock works alone when right. when she's trying to claim that she works with him. So I don't know. And I kind of thought that's where this was going because at the end, I mean, I just thought it was like kind of a multiverse thing where it's like, this is its own, own uh, you know, kind of storyline because I thought when Sherlock and Mycroft were talking, he said, you know, I'll take her as my ward and you can wash your hands over. I thought he was going to like kind of train her and she was going to kind of be Watson. Yeah. Honestly, I thought that's what was going to happen. Oh, she's the Watson. Yeah. Whoa. That'd be I cool. mean, but that's just what I was. I took away. Then that never come to fruition. I mean, it was just like, 
And what if like something happens to her and that's why he gets so like emotionally disconnected from people? Whoa, that's dark, Sarah. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I went there. What if she's playing in her mom's workshop? And yeah, those- what if she's like helping out with the explosives? <laughs> wow. We've set the scene. <clears throat> I told you, it's, it's some dark, dark spots in it, so. Mm-hmm. No, it did. It was a coming of age and then deal with reality real quick. Well, the man that is trying to kill Tewksbury... He's mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff. I don't know yeah. his name, but he looked really familiar. Vern Gorman. Is that his I'm, name? Thanks, I'm Phil. Good. Yep. He's in Man in the High Castle, and he does basically the same thing. He's going around trying to just find a certain person to kill. Yeah, he's got a real scary looking face. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Did you catch? You want to hear some things? If See if you caught them? Yep. Okay. In the last scene between Enola and her mother... Mm-hmm. Her mother is wearing a bodice which appears to be embroidered with pansies. Much is made of the language of flowers in this film. Pansies mm-hmm. mean love and or admiration and were also adopted as a symbol of free thought. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's what she's after. Yep. Oh, did you also notice, okay, remember the time when she's saying, uh, this is phase three, or is this phase yeah. two? Maybe okay. it's eight, I lost count. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if you look, I I noticed it. There's no way I would have noticed it if I didn't see read up on it. But it says really quickly, "Do I love Tewksbury?" Oh, like on the little chalkboard thingy, or yeah. The... Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see it. Is that a subliminal like... thing? They just put it up here so fast. It's like a. Yeah, if you go back and look, you can see it for like half a millisecond. That's for a little young audience. Yeah. Yeah. Do I like Tewksbury? Circle one, yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) Pass this back. (laughs) Yeah, pass it back. Um, (laughs) And here are some problems that people pointed out on the film. The young Marquess cannot take his seat in the House of Lords technically till he's 21. Ooh. Okay. What did they say how old he was? Um, Well, she's 16, right? Yeah. He seems like Maybe 18? I don't know. He doesn't seem yeah. 21. And then in the final scene, if while looking down at a London sea, street scene, a number of horse-drawn vehicles are passing by. They're driving on the right side, not the left, as they should be in London. Oh! <laughs> horses. <laughs> They're American horses. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> They're filming in America. Leave it alone. Um, well, like on her little car that she stole off of, like, Dudley's mom. <laughs> <laughs> the steering wheel was on the wrong side. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean who, who knows on that? I mean, that's before, you know. Maybe they were all made like that, but who knows? Um, okay, and I want your thoughts on this. I'm going to read it, and then you tell me what you think. Sherlock explains to Lestrade why Tewksbury's grandmother was the one behind everything. And Lestrade asks, how did your sister get there before you? She didn't. Up until the grandmother tries to shoot Tewksbury, she thought it was the uncle. So Enola didn't deduce that it was the grandmother as the grandmother gave herself away. Well, yeah, but I took that as like, that had already taken place and they turned her in. They went to Lestrade after like he got shot. And they, you know, they went back to the house and all that unfolded and then they turned her in. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it as Enola followed the breadcrumbs sooner than Sherlock did. Sherlock. And then he turned her in, like you know, and then the grandmother was like, I would have gotten away with it for you, like, pesky kids. Um, No, it was a fluke because remember the end They decide at the end of the road, she decides to turn the other way. Had she not, she wouldn't have figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. But I took it as like all that had been in and she was turned in and already in custody. And then Sherlock shows up because he deduced that he wasn't there. He just like figured it out and went. But all that stuff had unraveled and she was already in custody and, you know, that had taken place. Uh, so not necessarily that she she deduced it and figured it out and told Lestrade, but that those events had taken place and then they like, Knocked her out and drug her to the police station or whatever. I do like that moment when he leaves the police sta- station and he just goes, ha! Yeah. 
Yeah. I did too. <laughs> Sarah uh, did. Of course she did. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, he is an attractive man. Um, anything else? Any other points you want to go over? Um, just like well, how, how did the, you like I loved the, the costuming. Oh, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> um, I thought I liked how she, when she ha- went to London and had to get the the lady outfit, the, and mm-hmm. I liked how she just kind of remarked about how ridiculous it all was, all the different layers and stuff, and then how she then like used it in combat was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, she made the she made the point, you know, some people uh, have to wear this, but I'm choosing to wear it. Yeah. The corset, right? So for them, it's a prison, but for me, it's like freeing because I'm choosing to do it yeah that's that's what she said kind of i thought it i mean of course they foreshadowed a lot of stuff because that like leg sweep thing was she couldn't do Mm -hmm. so you knew like at the end she was going to be like you know she's like karate kid like yeah yeah the corkscrew thing three flag she kicked him in the face i liked the lady that played the 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 karate teacher or whatever That ran the tea shop and stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Jujitsu. Yes. She was cool. I liked her character. Um, I liked her little speech to Sherlock. That was a good one. Yeah. 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 Um, Sarah, I thought you would have liked that little tea shop. I did very much like the tea shop where they're doing the self-defense upstairs and giving the Yeah. I thought that was cute. I did. Which I think that was, that was almost like a. I don't know the word, but it was a symbolism for women. Like we downstairs, we, you know, in the tea shop, they were prim and proper. And this is how we'll appear to you. But it, up the stairs that you can't see, we are, we're working to be more than what you think. We well, I thought be. that was the overarching theme of the whole movie was female empowerment. And exactly. yes, they're yeah. using the women's rights movement as it's the vehicle, but it's all, it's, it's her coming of age, but also you know, female power. And then they're showing that throughout other women. Because honestly, Dudley's mom too, she felt that what she was doing by running that school was empowering women right? in yeah. that she's teaching them how to, you know, hold a cup of tea and all this stuff. But she felt that she was advancing, you know, things for women too. But and then you had the grandmother who was stuck in the old school and she was just mm-hmm. like, right, yes, we can't, we yes, can't. Exactly. None of that. Wow. So yeah. many different avenues. Yeah, I liked it a lot. <clears throat> very deep, guys. This very is deep. a very good conversation. Uh, okay, well, what you want? You want some riddles now, guys? Is that yeah. we're, we're transitioning to the riddle phase? Okay. Yeah. Phase three riddles. Well, what's yeah? What's what's fun and helps teamwork? Riddles. This yeah. podcast. This podcast? Cereal? Podcast I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to get a riddle for riddles. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? Hey, guys. Tell me what sound to make if you're right and what sound to make if you're wrong, and I'll go find the sounds. Oh, okay. Um, what about, like, uh, like is there, you got something, uh, my dear Watson, like, uh, elementary, my dear Watson. Oh, elementary. For, for if, it's, if it's right. Okay, I can do could, that. You could do... Hmm. Um, fire! Oh, how about fireworks? Explosion! An explosion! <laughs> if you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll do That'll that. Work. That'll work. <laughs> All right, so here we go. You live in a one-story house made entirely of redwood. What color would the stairs be? A one-story house. What kind of riddle is this? It's all, all made, made of red wood. Of red wood. What color are the stairs? It wouldn't have stairs. It's a one-story house. That's Phil for you. That's got to be a a correct. Elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> and I was going to say red. <laughs> Were you really, Sarah? No, no. My thought process hadn't finalized. <laughs> okay, you got one. All right. Ready? What has six faces, but does not wear makeup, has 21 eyes, but cannot see? What is it? it uh, what was is it? it a clock? No, that doesn't make sense. Never mind. What has six faces, six faces, doesn't wear makeup, has 21 eyes, but cannot see? <sighs> what has faces and eyes? 
Uh, I wonder if it's like the letter I. I'll just let you know, when I was looking these up, I'd get impatient and I just look up the answer because I got too frustrated. We don't have that luxury, Katie. <laughs> How many eyes? Hmm. 21. 21 eyes. Six faces. Um, I don't know. I, if you'd like a clue, I can give you a clue. All right, give us a clue. clue. And mind you, these are just clues I'm, I'm thinking of right now. These aren't like, they may not be great. Um, I help you play games. Like oh, a die? Is it dice? Elementary, my dear Watson. Okay. Yeah, Phil, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. So the, do the dots are the eyes, I guess? Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess. It, yeah, that is weird. All right, go. ready? Yep. All right. I am not alive, but <clears throat> I grow. I don't have lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth. But water kills me. What Fire. Am I? Fire. Fire. Elementary, my dear Watson. Whoa! Good job. Bring it up back. This is the <laughs> hardest you've got? Come on now. <laughs> oh, okay. You have a, 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 a six foot five inch butcher that is 55 years old. What's he weigh? Meat. There you go. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> okay, ready? What runs around the whole yard without moving? Sprinkler? I was going to say water, but what runs around the yard without moving? A fence. Elementary, my dear Watson. What, what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was a Sherlock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, okay. Ready? David's father has three sons. Snap, Crackle, and who? David. Elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> snap, Crackle, <laughs> snap, Crackle, no, David. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> it. The father's name is Pop. Um... Snap, crackle, and David. <laughs> uh, okay. Why is Europe like a frying pan? Why is what? Europe like a frying pan? This has something to do. Well, no, never mind. Why Think is out Europe loud. Doesn't hurt. Like a frying pan. Why don't you say pan? something silly? Um, I was going to say because it's near Hungary. Then <laughs> 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 I didn't want to say it, but then you made me say it. You're on the right track, though, Sarah. I am? Yeah. It's all about you, Sarah. Ew. Does it Does it incorporate the word Hungary? No. That's helpful, Katie. Um, you need to give us a clue. This one's really out there. Oil give you a clue. Okay, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going along the lines of country names and oil give you a clue. Are you saying oil? She did um, say oil. I just thought it came out real weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was doing that Irish accent. Oil give you a clue. Yeah, we're not going to cast you. <laughs> um... I don't know, Katie. Phil, I'm ready to give up on this one. I've, I'm, I'm, I've been ready. I don't. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Katie, we don't. Know. You got us on this one because it has grease at the bottom. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh dear. I was on the sort of the right path. Okay. Yeah. We'll give you a clue. But yeah. bump, bump. Yeah, but don't bump. Not I very. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, a name, an English word of more than two letters that both begins and ends with the letters H-E in that order. There are only two possible answers. That, okay, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it begins with and ends with H-E? I don't like this t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a word that's... <laughs> no, 
I guess, yeah, technically. <laughs> no, a, a word that begins with H-E, ends with H-E, and is more than two letters. So it's like H-E, one or more letters, H-E. Uh-huh. There are two possible words, but... How about Anne H? <laughs> it's an actress. It's topical. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs> it has to be accepted. How do you spell it? H-E-C-H-E, ma'am. Okay, we'll take it. She go. was born on May 25th, 1969 in Aurora, Ohio. Hey. Really? Yes. And all I know her from is that uh, volcano movie. What, Pompeii? No. What volcano The movie? one with uh, Tommy Lee Jones where there's the volcano and the lava's oh. flowing. She's Dante in a speak- lot more than that. No. No, that's another movie. <clears throat> She was in that movie with uh, Harrison Ford where they were stranded on the island. Okay, but that's a name. It's not a word, but... With the proper I, noun, which is a word. Count. Thank you. You get a Mycroft point. Elementary, my <gasps> dear Watson. <laughs> so the, I'll go ahead and tell you. The word is... There are two possibilities are headache and okay. heartache. Okay. Mm. This game of riddles has given me both. <laughs> All right. Well, there we are, guys. Thanks for chit-chatting for for a bit. Oh, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun. Anytime. Yes. We need we need to do a Christmas Christmas <gasps> special. Yes. Christmas movies. Yes, Phil. Yes. Yep. Real quick, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, oh me. Gee. Oh man. White Christmas. Oh, we're going old school there. Old school. I have a top like five that like uh, that's. Maybe six, but I mean, <laughs> I could rattle off. Boom, boom, boom. But are we going to save it for the? Is Die Hard on that list? Uh, it's not in the top five, but I like. I do like it, and I, I say I know that's a big debate, but I do say it's a Christmas movie. It, it well, it is. It's yeah. on TV during Christmas time, so it's a yeah. Christmas movie. I can't but, think of one. I, the first one I thought of was the Santa Claus right away. Uh. That's a good one. I, I think Home Alone is up there for me. Sarah, you know who's in Home Alone? The lady oh, who Moira pronounces Rose. Moira <laughs> Rose. Yes. Bebe. Oh, all right. Well, so that we'll plan that for the future. Um, a top five movie um, episode. Christmas extravaganza. Woo. Woo. Yeah, that'd be good. But to me, you know what I... Uh, Christmas movie is like that people don't consider it, but I consider it. I'll, I'll watch it while I'm wrapping presents just because it came out. Lord like, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's to me, there's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Because they came out every Christmas for like three years in a row. And, well, and you need to, uh, time off to be able to watch it. Yeah. So I'll <laughs> that's, pop a, those that's in a holiday and, break movie, you know, yep. marathon. Yep. <clears throat> but I do consider those Christmas movies. Sarah, right. I think we And Harry Potter. Year. I think Harry Potter, oh, yeah. you could say. Yeah, yeah. They the first one came out. Uh, actually, the anniversary was just like a couple of days ago, November the. I don't know. It came out November the first. Um, although some of them did come out in summer, but the first couple came out around the holidays. Yeah. Well, Sarah, Sarah and I went to to England and went to um, Leavesden Studios, and it was around Christmas time, and they had Hogwarts with snow. And I came around uh, the corner, and Sarah stopped me before I came around the corner because she wanted to watch my reaction. I had to. Uh, well, I was trying to prepare you, but I also did want to catch your reaction. That's true. Uh, did I like cry? You were about to, yes, you got very emotional in front of all those people. <laughs> people? Uh, there were people there? <laughs> people? Muggles, you mean? There's muggles everywhere. <laughs> there were muggles everywhere. And they had mics. There you go. But the first time I went to Universal Studios and I went to the Wizarding World and I went and stepped into Hogsmeade, I just got goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Because I had the music going and you you just walked through there and, you know, it was the middle of summer, but there was like snow on the rooftops. And Hey, by the way, Phil, there is, speaking of Hogsmeade and everything, there is a a YouTube show, and it, they also have it in a podcast version, but it's called Um Actually. 
and it's a panel of three people and they quiz them on, you know, nerdy stuff. So, but they'll say a statement about something and somewhere in there, they've said something wrong and the person has to figure out what's wrong. Oh, that's cool. And you're like, um, actually it was um, this. <laughs> exactly. You have to, one of the rules is you have to start out your answer with, um, actually. Hmm. And that's one cool. of the, the first one I watched was, it was a Star Wars, or I'm sorry, not Star Wars, Harry Potter thing. And it said, um, when blah, 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 blah. And they said, visit the three broomsticks on Diagon Alley. And I immediately went, um, actually, Three Broomsticks that, is in Hogsmeade. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff you have to you have to pick out. Diagonally. 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 Did he just say diagonally? <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> I have to uh, give it. A, I have to peruse it. Yeah. Give it a perusal. Yeah, Sarah and Jason might like it too, and it's a podcast. Okay, I'll be sure to steer clear because you said I wouldn't like it. You well, you you know a lot of like sci-fi stuff, but you, I don't know if you'd be able to pick out some of the stuff. I think Jason could. Okay, no, I'll let no him offense. know. No offense. Well, there was some offense. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fence running around that whole yard, but it didn't yeah, move. not moving. It wasn't moving, but it was running. Oh, uh, okay. Well, thank you guys. So we're gonna stop the episode here. Thanks for okay. joining us. Uh, pleasure as always. Thanks for solve, helping solve the case. Yes, it was glad to all be together again. Yes, yep. most Virtually. definitely. Virtually, yeah. yes. Everybody yep. be safe. Yep. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear two masks. Wear a mask. Two Maybe masks, three. however many masks you have. <laughs> Just wear a mask, period. Good. Yes. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Um, actually, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, toodaloo. I'm actually Oscar La Vista, baby. <laughs>